Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. We made it to our last decom. It's really bittersweet. It's like, obviously, we've been doing this for three years. There's a sadness for it to be this to be their, their last movie and we're done watching the movies. But also, I am so done with watching these movies. <laughs> yes, yep. We've talked about this before, but we are burnt out on yeah. DCOMs. These, la- this last season has had some really good ones and just a bunch of really subpar ones. Yeah, we were talking, we're like, out of all the movies that we've watched this season, what would we have preferred to be our grand finale? And we didn't really have a lot of no, like a like I think we just had Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff as an A movie, which was a surprise in and of itself. Yeah, when we watched it, so so maybe yeah. that one, but we didn't know. It's hard to no, we didn't know, guess. and like I, I wanted this one to be last just for the sake of what it was. I wasn't actually expect. I, I, I might have played it up in the me talking about like oh it's for the people like all of that stuff. I did not expect this movie to be good. Yeah, I mean we've come to. Like, we've watched enough DCOMs. We know not to expect anything to be good. We can still have, you know, some hope that maybe I always be. go in expecting something to be at, like, a C level. Yeah. I never... Then you're never disappointed too much. Right. Which is very funny to think about things at, like, sea level. And then you have things that are mountains. And then things you things oh that are gosh. underneath <laughs> mountains. And so yeah. it's like... I, genuinely, like, that's... Like, I always kind of... That's why when I really don't know what something is like, I really don't know. I'm like, oh, why was I just bored? I look at C's and I then I start either going down or up depending on that. And it's just like I was, I don't know, I was hoping we would end on something that was a little bit more positive. I Now it's very funny. I used to talk, I'm like, I don't want to end on the poof point. I don't want to end on the poof point. And like, to be honest, I still wouldn't have wanted to end on the poof point. The poof point was fun. It was fine. Yeah. But like, I just... It would have been an odd one to end on because it is a really unknown one. We had no ties to it. It would have been kind of like, it still would have been kind of out with a whimper because it's like, and that was the poof point and that was the last one. And it was (laughs) like, this is how our, (laughs) this is our poof point. This is where we just, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about it because I was like, I was feeling that I should have more emotions about this being the last movie. I was like, oh, I mean, I should feel more sad. I should feel more relieved. Like, I should feel more. I was more like, I, I think it's because we still have a couple more episodes that we have to record. Yeah. And I'm still. Right. But I think there's also just still this expectation in my head that we have more movies. I think that my brain is still telling me that there are more. Yeah, it hasn't really hit me. When we were watching it, we're like, this is the last one. I'm like, yeah, I'm saying it, but it hasn't really like sunk in. I don't think it will until we haven't recorded one for a couple weeks. Yeah. Or maybe even longer because we've gone for a couple week break before. We've gone for like a month break before yeah. for like so, holidays and stuff. So. Yeah. Maybe in the fall it'll finally kick in. Like, hey, we're not. We're not <laughs> yeah, doing, maybe. Hey, maybe they'll release another decom and we'll come back in a couple months. Who knows what could happen? Yeah. I, it is fun to be able to say that I've seen all of them, that there is something that I have done all of. Yes. <laughs> that isn't just like, hey, I watched all of the TV show. It's like, hey, I, there is this category of something and I've done all of it and I've done this plus. So, you know, I've watched all of the movies and recorded an episode and we ranked like we, we, we did. We did all of that. We did the, the project. Yeah. We, this was our capstone and we did it. Yep. So that's uh that's I'm I'm. I don't know if I'm necessarily proud of it because it is a weird thing to be proud of. But I do have a pride in the accomplishment of finishing, like yes. seeing something through yeah. to the end. We didn't give up on it. We followed it through till the end. Yeah. There yeah. were some times like halfway through, I'm like, this is a lot of decoms. I don't know if we're going to make it to the end. Of course we did. But I mean, it being the pandemic helped, I think, which sounds awful. And I know that. But I say that only because for the first season and a half at least 
well, for the first season-ish, I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. So I was able to really devote a lot of time to getting this off its feet. I made the logo. I was able to figure out how to edit, which, oh my God, the first season took me like four hours to edit each episode. And now, obviously, it takes me like far less time because I've talked about it. But it, it was a lot of work, but I didn't have any other real work to do. So I was able to devote to it. So I think with that time where you couldn't really go outside and you couldn't really do all that mind you you were going outside during that time you had a job where you had to go to and then in october of 2020 i got a job where i had to go to the office three times a week it but we weren't like going out and doing things that we used to do outside we weren't socializing so like this was was our socializing this is what we did (laughs) yeah this was our socializing and this was a way to kind of keep things normalized in a lot of ways during a really trying time and i think if we hadn't have had that drive to keep things normal and keep things socialized i think i think we always would have had the impetus to keep connected over the distance that we have but we're both very busy people yeah so it is very busy people but i think i think because of just what was happening in the world trying to kind of take a you know blast of the past and you know find some sort of semblance of normal mm-hmm. in everything that was going on helped us get through a good chunk oh i agree of these movies yeah so i don't no, I obviously can't say for certain. I think there's a really strong possibility that no matter what we would have tried to see through, it just might have taken us a lot longer. I think it would have, yeah. I think we would have just had a lot more cushion of like, oh, we got to skip a week, whatever. We'll yeah. just throw in a little bit more. We'll do like, you know. Well, it's been more. I mean, that's been the case kind of this past season. It's been we have to take some breaks now and then. Yeah. Like the past month. It's a lot. We, have, we haven't been ahead like we used to be. We used to no, be able to No, it's a like lot harder to be ahead, ahead now. And now yeah, we're, it... we're nearing the end. We're like, okay, we're recording on a Sunday. This goes out on Wednesday. So Kira's got to edit in yeah. two days. Yep. Which is fine. Yeah. But it's, it's, also, it's obviously a lot nicer when we had that one episode cushion because then I could... A couple times, for a while, there were two episode cushions too. But it's, you know, that way that I know that, that we still have that episode. But sometimes I've had to, I mean, this, the, with this season, sometimes the episodes have gone out later in the day. They've gone out the next day. Like, sometimes I've just had to, I haven't been able to edit on Monday or Tuesday. And it just had to be like that. I, if I had been looking back and been smart, I would not have released episodes at 7 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> but so whatever. Whatever. Well, it's maybe fine. there's some people who really like that they they can listen to this at seven in the morning. They're yeah, ready I think for I work. would. I think I would have like. I think I would have put it out in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, I, I think if I had had some some foresight, I would have been like, oh, maybe I should give myself a little bit of cushion. But again, when the episodes were first coming out, I didn't have a job, so I would just spend time. Monday or Tuesday doing this my job was to look after my animal crossing island yeah it's a very that was my normalcy yeah it was my day-to-day it was my chores it was honestly okay i know that sounds silly but it's like and i I know people have talked about this but having that animal crossing clock where you would start your day at like you know 6 a.m or whatever that's when it would reset You'd start your day, you'd be able to do your chores and talk to your villagers and go to the islands and, like, all that stuff. And you'd be able to just have that to, like, wake up to. That would be your job. It was really nice. And yeah. it was also kind of nice because – so Ethan and I would do a, do that together. Like, we would go on our islands together. And, I mean, I bought a Switch Lite after he got Animal Crossing because I was like, no, no, I want my own island because on Animal Crossing, if you have different accounts on the same system, they mm-hmm. go to the same island. And I was like, no, 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 I want my own island with my you own people. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can play on the same time in the at the same time in the in the same system, but it's on okay. the same island. You can't go oh, to other islands. Cool. Didn't know. Um, I've never played it. I don't know how it works. <laughs> right. And I was always going to get my own Switch at some point, but and I I've, I had no need to get the the regular switch because ethan has the switch that plugs right. into the tv so i was always kind of planning on the switch light and then the coral switch came out and i was like yeah that one's for me um so like i don't regret that person purchase it was going to be something that i got anyway but it was also kind of interesting because during the beginning of the pandemic ethan and i our most recent job had been 
working together as teachers of school in Japan. So mm-hmm. we had been kind of co-working for a year. And so it was kind of this nice kind of return to normal in that way. Yeah. Working and it's together. Cra- it's crazy. It's crazy to think. It's really crazy to think all that has happened in the past three years, which like under normal circumstances, it's probably not that crazy. But I mean, I've gone through three different jobs, three, not even three, but like multiple very different paychecks. Yeah. Like I've completely moved industries and job titles and it's we've you know moved across the country we've moved not since since this podcast started we had already moved across the country very recently mm-hmm. you know we moved we moved across the county during this you know we got another cat he sucks my cat has cancer my other cat She's okay for what we can tell, though. She just has to get a mastectomy, and it should be fine, but who knows? And I never would have guessed that. Getting the other cat, I would have guessed. My my seven-year-old cat getting sick? No, no. Not what I was going to guess. Too young to be sick. So, and then, you know, we're getting married in the fall, and so it's like all of that playing, which like that I probably could have guessed, too, but it's still just like that's That's so much more work than I would expect. I would have expected, and it's like, I don't know. It's just... There's just a lot that's happened in in my life personally. Yeah. I mean, you've gone through <laughs> Not, three cats, <laughs> <same>. so <laughs> the only change I've had is cat. I've had the same job. I've lived in the same apartment for six years. Uh, I've changed cats, and that's pretty much it. Not getting married over here. <laughs> but it is weird to think about how much like the world in general has changed in three years. Like three years ago, we were wiping down groceries and scared to go out and. Now, I mean, it's still not, you know, back to where it was before, but there's a little, you know, feeling of it being normal again. It's been a blur, but also a lot has changed. Yeah. It's a it's a weird time bubble. Yeah. It's a this is I mean, this is we also made this to be sort of a time capsule in a lot of ways. It's not for anyone else necessarily as much as ourselves because i mean it's kind of a pandemic time cats capsule and what we talk about and how we talk about things there's a very strong possibility that you know in five years i'll listen to the first few episodes and go oh my gosh this is what i was like in 2020 yeah especially the episodes where we talked about like things going on and Mm -hmm. covid times personal lives i know we didn't get like too much into our personal lives but you know we touched on some stuff here and there so it'd be interesting to look back and See what we are up to. It's very funny. In the first season or so, because I had so much time to edit, I was editing out like every um, every like, every filler word. And then I decided that that was stupid. And if people really don't want to listen to filler words, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we use them. I am not an articulate person. Me neither. So, oh, you have so many less than I do. The amount of ums and likes that I put in at the middle of the moment, my brain is yeah, chugging, well, <laughs> trying to figure yeah. out where it is. I say you also talk more than I do, so that's probably why. <laughs> Maybe. I just, my brain does, my, my mouth and my brain do not have a good link. They just really don't. It feels like there's like 15 different wires going to my brain. Everybody is like, which one, which one do you need na- me to use this right, time? Right now. Right, right the second right now? you decide. Is it the red wire or the brown wire? Um, okay, well, anyway, today we're talking about the last DCOM that we have watched that is in the catalog of DCOMs, not the premiere films, not things that haven't been released, not things that are Disney Plus movies, just things that are categorized as DCOMs because they premiered or co-premiered on the Disney Channel after 1998. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, how many... Is it 116? I'm looking at our spreadsheet. We've got... No, because it's probably not 116 because it's probably... There's probably a number or two that are hidden at the top. Let me see. I gotta know. Okay. You Lucky Dog starts at number three. Yeah. And then Full Court Miracle is 117. Oh, so 114? 115? Yeah. 15. Yeah. Because if we're counting... Yeah, counting three. Yeah. (sighs) 115 DCOMs. That's how many there are in the catalog. Round number. Yeah. That's a lot. It's crazy. Of movies, holy cow. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, 115, that's a lot. 
It doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a lot, but one per week for three years. If we watch one for a week for two years, over t- a little over two years, mm-hmm. which the fact that we've done this in three years with how much we've missed is honestly pretty good. Yeah, and our extra episodes, Rad Dad, Bad Dad, our wrap ups. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we've done pretty pretty well in regards to time and stuff. So all right, well anyway, so Full Car Miracle is our last one. Um. I'll just read the blurb on Disney+. Plus. It's TVG. It's from 2003. It's an hour and 35. It's way too long, unsurprising. Uh, it's sports, drama, and coming of age. Yeah, those are accurate. That's fine. Yep. That's what it is. Uh, okay, so when a group of young Jewish basketballers find their team in a slump, I'm sorry, I just think of basketballers is really funny. I can't decide if I love it or hate it, actually. Jewish I hate it. It's just like <laughs> basketballers. Who uses the word basketball? You know, we call them basketball players. Or just like call them basketballers. Ballers. <laughs> ballers. Anyway, okay. They call upon former college basketball star Lamont Carr to help. As the boys go between the court and the classroom, they begin drawing parallels to Lamont's background and the Hanukkah, Hanukkah, the Hanukkah story of Judah. Believing that they have some heavenly help on their side, the team must prepare to be the David in a tournament of Goliaths. Oh, boy. No. Oh, boy. No. That last line is so cringy. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Who was in charge of that? Oh, no. I also do appreciate that they chose to spell Hanukkah, C-H-A-N-U-K-A-H, oh, which they? is the more traditional, I'm using finger quotes, is the more traditional way to spell Hanukkah. Uh, most times when you see Hanukkah, it's H-A-N-N-U-K-K-A-H. No, H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the only way is. I've ever seen it. I didn't know that there was a quote-unquote more traditional way to spell it. Yeah, H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Um, yeah, so Hanukkah has the H sound at the beginning, and the H sound written in what I grew up calling Heblish, which is Hebrew, Hebrew Romanized, where it's written in okay. the uh, the ABCs, basically, is CH. So you say, so if we want to traditionally pronounce Chanukah, it would be spelled C-H-A. Chanukah. I can't make the H because now I have too I much feel, spit in my mouth. I feel like I can't make that sound ever. Hanukkah. Hanuk. It's like you're trying to clear your throat. You're like, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> it just sounds so bad. Every- <laughs> Man, I mean, I also... anyone, props to anyone who can make that sound like you're not just spitting up saliva every time you I... use it. So I struggle making that sound more at the beginning of words than I do at the end because uh, beginning of a lot of prayers, prayers, Beginning of a lot of prayers. The beginning of a lot of prayers that you will hear in Hebrew start with Baruch. And Baruch is a lot easier to say than Chanukah, in my opinion, for some reason. And I don't know why. Um, nope, I can't do it. I can't do either way. <laughs> um, um, I mean, I had a lot more present. I had a lot more uh, practice for it. So, uh, But you hear Baruch Adonai, which means like, blessed oh God or whatever. I don't really remember. So if I'm misconstruing what that is, oh darn. Uh, I'm out of practice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, that came out pretty natural. Nice job. I really enjoyed learning Hebrew. That was a fun time, but yeah. mostly because my classes were fun. But anyway, um, I just thought that that was a fun tidbit to go into with this blurb. It's yeah. fine. It's a fine blurb, except for that terrible, terrible last line about David and Goliath. They're not even called the Goliath. They should have just been called the Goliaths. Maybe yeah. they are, but I don't think they are. Yeah, that and the Jewish basketballers. We could change both of those. God. (laughs) Jewish basketballers. uh, The small blurb is, a former college star is convinced to coach a winless basketball team. That's it. Better. It should have been when a a group of basketball players at a Jewish middle school or a Hebrew middle school, like, because it's called like the Hebrew Academy of Philadelphia. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, so the story of this movie, I'm going to try and keep this brief because not that much happens in this movie. There's the lead character played by Alex Linz, whose name is Schlotz. His name is like Alex Schlotzky or something yeah, in this. Yep, I don't think his first name is Alex. But, um, yeah, his name is his last name is Schlotzky and they call him Schlotz, which is just terrible. Hey, Schlotz. <laughs> He's awful. He and his friends are on the basketball team at school, and they all suck. And all he cares about is basketball. But his mom wants him to be a doctor. And it's like, okay, whatever. Then he runs into Lamont Carr on the basketball court in his neighborhood or whatever, and he's like, you've got to coach my team. And somehow Lamont decides... 
like yeah decides that that's a thing he'll do and then the rabbi is fine with it but then the principal of the school is not and she tries to like prove you learn that lamont is homeless and living in he's not even homeless he's living in his van um while he's waiting for a a tryout with the sixers or something yeah he's waiting for a tryout with the sixers he's he's living in his van because he doesn't have the money because his family his wife and son or his partner and son are living back where he came from which i don't remember where that was atlanta or something i don't remember either um and uh it was like atlanta or baltimore it was a it was a city that had a sports team whether it was basketball i don't know but it was it was like a major city then so this principal tries to like follow him home and the dad ash Lotz's dad is a real estate agent and so he lets lamont stay in a vacant condo he's trying to sell because apparently lived in is better because people want to buy something that someone's been living in which i like i kind of understand but also is a weird is weird it is weird yeah it's but weird. He's going to fix up. He's going to paint. He's going to fix it up. Yeah, he's going to fix it up. Yeah. And then we never go back to it. Nope. That plot line dies there. It does. Um. Basically, boys basketball team gets better. And then they get to the finals and Lamont's like, I got a job with the Sixers. And he pieces out. And then, during, so during this entire story of this movie, they keep sprinkling in bits about about Hanukkah. They keep sprinkling in bits about Judah and the Maccabees, which is basically, it basically boils down to two sides, which I'm not going to tell the whole story of Hanukkah because that's just ridiculous. But there's the two sides. There's one, the thing that most people who know about about Hanukkah know, which is that there was oil that was supposed to only last for one day and it lasted for eight days. And so that's why we have the Festival of Lights and we eat a lot of oily foods like latkes and jelly donuts and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side is the story of Judah and the Maccabees, which I will be perfectly honest. I don't remember much about Judah and the Maccabees, but basically Judah is a savior. He leads, he's like designated, I think he's a messiah. So he's like designated by God to help save the Maccabees and guide them through this time. And so then that's why they keep seeing, uh, Schlotz keeps seeing Lamont as Judah. And then at some point in the last part of the film, they're like, no, no, Schlotz, you're Judah, oh my God. which is really <laughs> dumb and I weird. I didn't like it at all. No, it's so stupid. So anyway, so the Judah? last the last part of this film is they're playing. <laughs> it's so dumb. They're playing the basketball game and there's a huge thunderstorm and the lights in the basketball gym keep going out. And then they go out at one point and they go and they set the backup generator and the other team's coach is like, well, you know, we should win because, you know, the lights went out and, you know, we we're already winning. And the rabbi of the of, the, of, of Schlotz's school goes, OK, we'll make this deal. Whoever wins when the generator dies, whoever's <laughs> winning when the generator dies, they win. And so, of course, the generator, like there's one teacher who's out there like looking at the fuel gauge and the fuel gauge has dropped to zero. And, it, and you see that the other team has won. But then the generator miraculously kicks back in and oh, it works until Schlotz's team wins the game. And it's, of course, supposed to be an allegory for the story of Hanukkah. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, we get it. Yeah, we get, they bring it up a lot. <laughs> it was so heavy handed. OK, I get it. I'm Jewish. I know this story. I know why Hanukkah is Hanukkah. Like, I get it. I know that. I know I'm privileged in that regard. However, this was not a great story in regards to teaching children about Judaism. Yeah. Or, like, also, it's supposed to be Hanukkah, and it's in Philadelphia, and it looked like it was quite warm outside. Oh, yeah. It was definitely... Which I don't know if people know this, but Hanukkah takes place anywhere from late November to early January. Yeah. It's, like, around... Christmas time, which is why most people, if they know a Jewish holiday, they they know it's like around, usually around Christmas time. Not always. Sometimes yeah. it's right after Thanksgiving. I say not always, but it, like the the holiday season, I should say. Yeah, it's people, in the holiday yeah. season, but yeah, it's not always on uh, honor around yeah, Christmas. But it definitely wasn't that time in this movie. I don't know when the heck it was. And then there's know. one point where we're shown Schlotz's desk, and he's just got a menorah. Which, if people don't know what a menorah is, it's that pronged thing that you put the candles in and you light it and he's just got one sitting on his desk and i'm like it's definitely not hanukkah season like it is not 
I get that it's not snowy everywhere, but also it's Philadelphia. It definitely snows in Philadelphia. Yeah. They're out playing basketball outside in their shorts and t-shirts. Then, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's not that. northern enough that that would be normal. Because, like, in Wisconsin and things, that's just normal. That's just what people who like to play basketball will do. They'll just play, be, there, be in their shorts all year round. But I was like, this is, there's just a lot. And I know this movie was filmed in Toronto for a lot of reasons. One, it had a Degrassi star... Cassie Steele yeah, you played Manny, who was from Degrassi. It's filmed in Canada, <laughs> but she was wasted in this movie yeah. because there's no point to her character. Her character adds nothing. She is just there to be a girl. Yeah. That's it. Nothing happens with her. I really thought, no, I'm like, oh, maybe awful. in the second half she'll make a more of an appearance and something will happen with her. No, no, no. Also, this movie was just a white savior blackface movie. Like it really <laughs> That's what was. You said during watching so, it, I'm like, yeah, I did, and I, I believe it. it. So you're supposed to believe that Lamont is the savior because he's the basketball coach and he's coaching through things. And I was like, okay, whatever, that's fine. And then it is no, no, no. Schlotz is the savior. Lamont's just the face of savior. So it's like, this feels like a white savior in blackface. Yeah, yeah. So <sighs> wasn't a huge fan of that. Nope. And as I do think, so I remember looking it up. When I when we were watching it, I do believe that some of the writers were Jewish at the very least, but that almost makes me feel worse that they wrote some of these. Oh, boy, the first review on IMDb is, it is amazing. I thought that Full Court Miracle was amazing. I loved the role Alex, sorry, role R-O-L-L instead of (laughs) R-O-L-E. Alex Lins played in it. Not to mention I love him, LOL. But it really really thought you to just follow your dreams. This is written by someone who's 12 and I love it. Oh, (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) cute. I mean, I don't know if it's someone who's 12, but I would hope so seeing as much they loved Alex Lins who was 15 when this movie was made. Yeah. Two hours well spent. So there are some people who really liked this movie, which is obviously fine. The character Alex Schlotsky's is ba- oh, it is Alex. Alex Schlotsky is based on Lamont Carr's former player Alex Barbag. That's not a sentence. The character Alex Schlotsky is based on Lamont Carr's former player Alex Barbag. That's not a sentence. Lamont Carr's former former player. So I What's think this former... is based on a true story. Oh, okay. I would hope so. Otherwise, yeah, that sentence makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, it's based it's based on the true story of Lamont Carr, but it's not about Lamont Carr. Nope. It's about Alex yep. Schlotsky. Alex is the one who apparently is is Judah. <laughs> Why and did also they, do they that? changed they changed his name from Barbag to Schlotsky? That sounds insensitive that sounds like ah uh, barbag not jewish enough right i don't think that they've done that with other movies that they based on real events they usually keep the full name so why did they change it this time well so that could be that they didn't have the rights to his name or they wanted to protect him or like whatever like i can see reasons why they would do, why they would do that but also they couldn't they couldn't make it less overtly kind of insensitively stereotypical yeah yeah schlotsky come on his name mm, now i'm mad so it was written by okay it was written by two people that i know just based on their last names are most likely jewish so i won't say i know they're jewish but so like the names silverman and kaufman pretty pretty well known to be Jewish last names. Right. I think Yost is also, but so Joel Silverman, not a great track record for what he wrote. He wrote Full Court Miracle, Death to the Supermodels, Surf School, Costa Rican Summer. Oh no. I haven't seen oh, any of these. Oh boy. Besides Costa Rican Full Summer Court. looks like one of the most offensive things I've ever seen in my oh. life. Uh oh. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, anyway. And then Joel Kaufman. Oh, no. Joel Kaufman also wrote Miracle in Lane 2. Oh, boy. That's why we were getting the vibes. Okay. And so did Donald C. Yost. So not 
a great one to also have done. No. And then this was directed by Stuart Giard, Gillard, however you pronounce it, I don't know. Um, and we know old Stu because he also directed... Lot, I gotta scroll to it. Hatching Pete. Twitches too. Twitches. Going to the mat. Full court miracle. The Scream Team. That's quite a variety. So just a just a a hodgepodge broad scope yep. of a really good movie mixed in with a bunch of kind of blech. Yep. Well, Hatching Pete was fine. Yeah, we had a great but, time with Hatching Pete. Yeah. So just. This movie was messy and didn't feel great. And it does. So it's, I mean, it's, it's review on like it's number review on IMDb is 5.7 out of 10. So um, not all of them are great. Yeah. The best. But well, I'm sorry. Hold on. The best basketball players they could be. What? That's a, what a terrible title. I'm Christian and I love this movie. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, thanks. A beautiful. For I'm. This is so funny. A beautiful story that all kids should see, Jewish or not. <laughs> Hanukkah's oh a great gosh. time to watch Full Court Miracle. I loved this positive movie. Pretty good. A slam dunk. Oh, wow. so not a lot of reviews. There's only like fifteen. Okay. So not a lot. Yeah, not surprising. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. The end of this movie is just that they win that tournament. That's it. And then yep. Alex's mom goes, you don't have to be a doctor. You can be a basketball player if you want. You can choose your own future if you, you want to. Wow. How nice, mom. Thanks. Uh, so I guess we should just start with the morals since basically that's it. Yeah. Like choose your own future. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's something like, you know, it's like it's something it's like passion is important, you know. Follow your passion. Follow your passion. Yeah. I like it. Because, which I don't think that's a bad moral. Do I think that they did it well in this? No. Nope. Do I think they did it terribly? Also no. But it's like, following your passion is really important. I don't think that anyone should tell you what you should do with your life, especially because you're already being told at 18 that you have to decide, and that's way too young. Yeah. So, I don't know. And also about, I, like, sometimes your passions may change, and it's okay. Like, uh, right. like Lamont, he wanted to play with the Sixers and then he decided he wanted to coach and have more of a family life with his partner and child. Right. So sometimes Which, your passion's That kid was supposed to be, his kid was supposed to be five and that kid showed up and it was like, that kid's like 10. Yeah, that, that kid was older than five. Which I I remember thinking, that. I'm like, that kid doesn't look like the small child in the picture. That kid hmm. is not five. All right. Um... Let's see. Your future lies with you, Quince. Four, two, five. Okay. Which one do I think did better? This one. Okay. Smart house. Not the same moral, obviously, but don't let your past control your future. We gave... You gave it a 6.5. I gave it a 5.75. Oh, I'm not giving it anywhere near that high. So, staying under that. Smart house had at least a little bit more of a... Driving factor. Yeah. I don't know. It had more it had more supporting material. So those are our big like future morals. What do I have around a five point two five here? I mean I'm just giving this a what is it a I gave I gave Quince a four two five. I'm just giving this a four five. I think it's like marginally higher yeah, it, than Quince. Yeah, it's not much better. Yeah, I'll just stick with a 5.25, which is slightly above my quince one. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're very, very similar. I mean, they're almost identical, but it's like, they're, they're obviously, they're not, but. <sighs> Test of they're time. both not done well. Uh. <laughs> The way that the basketball scenes were shot did not age well at all. Oh yeah! So the last, the last scene with the basketball tournament, they were shot so choppy. Also, when we were being sh shown and introduced to the kids on the team, we were only introduced to like five characters. Did I ever learn their names? Absolutely not. Nope. 
But then the tournament shows up and there's a full team yeah, of basketball like players. Of and it's like, who, where? You can't, first of all, we knew you couldn't play basketball with five people. But also, like, where were they during mm-hmm. all of the practices? Did only five I of get them get to prob- train with Lamont Carr? It's probably just a budget thing with the movie, but, like, come on. Mm-hmm. And also, you can only have kids on yeah. set for, like, four hours a day. But it's... Yeah, it was dumb. It was bad. This movie doesn't hold up well. This movie actually holds up really, really badly. It's not the worst, but it's somewhere around like a three is where I'm giving my starting. It's not high at all. No. And also, like, (laughs) it's not a great portrayal of my people. Oh, ready to run. I have a three, two, five. Okay. Jack Jackson, I have a three, seven, five. Jack Jackson holds up substantially better than this. Yeah, it definitely holds up better than Stepsister for Planet Weird. I'm proud of him. I have it a 3.5. Life is rough. You have it a 3.5. I had it a 3.25. Yeah. It's... Mm. Hounded, 3.5. Mm. Mm. <sighs> This holds up worse than Life is Rough. It probably holds up about as as well as uh, Hounded. So I'm going to give this a 3.5 and I'm going to give Life is Rough. I'm going to bump it up to a 3.75. Because I do think that there is just a little bit in... Wow, my there's like a tech sound that's coming. I think it's from my phone. But I think there's just some qualities of life is rough that are just a little bit more fun at the very least and like it's more made for like kids this movie and a little bit in how did it for the weird dog thing there's like and what i'm saying the dog thing about like the the, yeah, the demon dog aspects <laughs> oh my gosh, the demon dog yeah there's aspects of the of life is rough that just seemed like it was more for kids and this movie full court miracle kind of didn't know who its audience was mm-hmm. it felt like they wanted to make this biopic but not really for kids but they also had to gear it towards kids so they just leaned into alex's character yeah, and so it's, it's just like really okay. just for nobody it's for nobody yeah they didn't know the age rich because like life is rough is at least very evident that it's for young kids yeah I think I don't, I'm fine with this being at the same as Hounded, at least for now. If I decide to change it next week when we do our our wrap up, that that's right. fine. But I'll keep it. Oh at yeah, a mine's 3. the same as Hounded. Yeah, you 3. said five. Three point five. Yeah, yeah, that's what I added it to. Where did I put? Where is Hounded? Yeah, I was like, I know it's really close. Very yeah, very close above. Life is rough. Okay, I like how I'm just like, yeah, life is rough holds up better, and you're like, no, it still holds up worse. Which, no, I'm not saying, like, change it. That certainly used to be being, like, I think it's funny. I oh, like wait, I think I have, that. no, I think I had a mixed up in my head. Hold on. Life is Rough is the I one with the dog show. Two. Hounded is the one with the principal's dog that they steal, and then the brother's in the military school. Oh, right, okay. Hounded has Taj Maori. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, I was mixing them up. Because I was agreeing with what you were saying, and I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, nope, I'm thinking of the wrong ones. So I have... You have you okay, have now I need to change a life something. is rough at three two five. Yeah. So I think I just need to flip those. I think I need to put hounded at a three point two five, and then life is rough at a three point five. You could just put them at the same score and just call it even. That's I mean, true. honestly, just do it. Okay, I'm gonna have all They're of them. So those marginally two, different. The, those two plus this one all at a three point five, and I'll figure it out in our big wrap up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not gonna mess with it. I can't remember details anymore, guys. Right. God, I have no idea what to rank this. I see Brink. I see Brink at a C at a 43. That seems like a good starting place at the very least. Because Twitch, not Twitch, Brink was also a little bit um, offensive. Not offensive, but like insensitive. Yeah. Do I have Brink at <clears throat> C forty seven? All right, our C range is forty three to fifty. Let's see what oh, else it is forty three. Because I was gonna be like, well, maybe I'll just give it a forty two. 
Do I think this is a C minus? If Tiger Cruise is a C minus, if Jet Jackson is a C minus. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to put it in my C minus range. No, I don't think I am. I think for now, I'm just going to put it at the same as Brink. I think I'm just going to put it at a 43C. I think that for now, that's really... When I think about those two movies, I'm like, yeah, I feel pretty similar about those movies, and I don't... I feel pretty similar about those movies, and I don't feel like I can decide which one I would want to watch first. It will probably... like if I, I need to step a little bit farther away from Full Cart Miracle... I think it would be Brink. I think that just it's the characters are more interesting at the very, very least. Yeah. And also the kind of culmination of everything is just more interesting. The only thing is that, well, no, because in Brink, the dad is the worst dad. But the mom in this movie sucks. She's she's not she's not as bad as the Brink dad, but like she is really bad to her son. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's awful. Yeah. So I have I have. Brink at a 47, but I was also looking at Jet Jackson, which I have higher than you have, Jet Jackson. I have that one at... Gosh, where was it? Give me Jet Jackson. Jet Jackson makes me sad because it really should have been a good movie. It really should have been a lot of fun and a lot of really fun working with that IP that already existed with the Jet Jackson show. And then they just said, yeah, but what if we bring in like magic and stuff? I was like, but what if you don't? Yeah, what if, what if you just don't do that? Or what if instead, no? Uh, I think I'm going to put this one at a 46. I do still think, I didn't like Brink, but I think if I had to watch one, I'd still watch Brink before this. Wait, what do you bring it at 47? I have Brink at a 47, yeah. Okay, great. No, I was just making sure. I was like, wait, that didn't make sense in my head yeah. mathematically, but it's because I was thinking of my Brink number. yeah. I have Now You See It at a 46. <laughs> That's actually quite generous for Now You See It. Wow. I, d- I, don't, I don't know what I... What do I have Now You See It as? I have it at uh, 39. A C okay, minus. cool. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I don't... I really didn't like Now You See It because I was so yeah, bored. I remember you And the effects like were so like bad. Yeah. So... I don't know if they're that far separated in my head. I guess I'll see when I line them all up. But mm-hmm. like... Oh man, that oh, man. that that movie really. I there's no moral to it. There's no. I mean, the moral of that movie is basically just like defeat the villain. You can defeat villains. Yes, you can. can do it. Anyway, well, going out on a C minus. Isn't that the stuff? What a whimper. That doesn't happen with our mediocre DCOMs. Gotta I go kind out of on wish. Gotta go DCOM. <gasps> we forgot to mention how these are really tied together. Okay, so... The first movie that we watched is You Lucky Dog, which ends which, with this absolutely bonkers trial scene where there's a gun. Uh-huh. And I'm still pretty sure it's the only DCOM with a gun. That but is... it might not be. That might be wrong. We talked this about this. Movie... There was one that we had just watched that... Oh, the the, sh- the shipwreck one. The, uh... Oh, it did have a gun. Yeah. Okay, so there's two guns. Two guns and DCOMs. Um, there's two two guns. And those are the D- D-guns. Um, this movie had an absolutely bonkers final thing where you start hearing this like hip-hop beat and then you just hear dreidel dreidel (laughs) rock the dreidel or whatever and it was like what what (laughs) what is this and we we both so there's this weird burst out laughing dreidel rap yeah yeah this is like there's a a ridiculous f moment (laughs) in this mid-range decom yeah could not sway this movie to be an f because it was way 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 too late but it was this weird dreidel rap and they started rapping about about Hanukkah and about the Maccabees and I was like oh my god and don't forget that the basketball what? players were all dancing to it and wow did oh, they have dancing some is dancing is a kind description as to what they were doing that oh, was the oh. this song is called Spinya apostrophe Y-A like a dreidel written by Ray Either Ray Cham or Ray Cham and uh, Rowana Barnes and performed by Soul Survivor. Wow. 
I gotta go listen to it. What a bop. Let me see if it's on. <laughs> I have to see if it's on YouTube. Spin ya like a dreidel. There it is. Okay, let's see if anything pops up. Nope, it is not on YouTube. Wow, okay, I won't go listen to wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. No, this is... No, this is spin a little dreidel. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me Google it. Spin ya like a dreidel. No, not spin ya like a record. You spin like a record. Spin ya like a dreidel. Okay. Okay, hold on. There's this tweet I'm looking at. Apparently someone in twenty in twenty twenty rated all of the DCOMs from least to most realistic and so much of that spin you like a dreidel slander. I will not stand for this. And then she went, Absolutely not. That song is a bop. Hence why I had to mention it. Needed a stronger endorsement and I'm debating changing my text notification to just the dreidel dreidel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> dreidel, dreidel. I spin you like a dreidel, soul survivor. Spin You Like a Dreidel was featured on the following movies, Full Court Miracle. I was going to say, are there more than just Full Court Miracle? No, I'm just trying to find any sort of... I don't want people to have to watch this movie. No, it's not Sylvie Von Sof Sof Sof. I want to find Spin You Like a Dreidel. Oh, man. Apparently it was in the trailer? There's a whole, like, Philly Movies website. I really want to find this song. Why is it not I available? know. <laughs> this person is saying that uh, Full Car Miracle is a miracle of a movie, a fearless film audacious enough to celebrate Jewish culture during a decade when it was probably too taboo to do so. Uh, no. What? It was not. Like, yeah, it, maybe a little bit. Maybe, it, I, I will say, it was 2003. So maybe it was a little bit something. It was too tab. I was, okay, I was in Hebrew school and Sunday school in 2003. I didn't feel that it was, I was the only, okay, I was the only Jewish kid in my class and in my school at the time. But, like, I didn't feel taboo being myself and talking yeah. about it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can't speak to personally, but, like, I never felt like it. Anyone who's Jewish was outcast. Definitely The not. movie even defies stereotypes? It sure doesn't. What? Okay, so there's a Jewish mother wanting her son to be a doctor, but director Stuart Yard switches gender norms and make her, makes her the bad cook and the father the good one. My God. Okay, wow. The bare minimum. Oh, okay. boy. <laughs> this person... This person really... But the problem is that this website is the Philadelphia Jewish Film and Media site. And it's like, they're obviously Jewish, but it's like, I think they're just excited to see something Jewish on mainstream TV, which is fine. Yeah. Good. We love seeing it. But also, it was so stereotypical. That rabbi, the boys. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The boys, their the house. <laughs> their house house they didn't even have a mezuzah on the door which i'm not going to go into the mezuzah but literally when i saw that menorah on the desk i was like but do they have mezuzahs on the doors no yep she did say it while watching i know <sighs> i get that it's something but it's not it's also not entertaining it's not an entertaining movie it's not going to educate anyone yeah. it's not a good time i feel like, like there was like I, one little bit at the beginning where i'm like oh like a little educational bit and then i'm just like nah just kidding I, I had hoped like that was... they were really going to incorporate it better, but they didn't. I feel like this, the Disney Channel was ripe to have, like, a bar bat mitzvah movie. Yeah. And, like, learning about Hanukkah and the Maccabees and stuff was not a bad idea, but also the Disney Channel was making these movies. 90% of them are coming-of-age movies. What is a benai mitzvah if not a coming of age ceremony right oh that would have been such a better movie maybe they'll make right? a new decom no. that focuses on that everyone's in high school but i mitzvahs are when you turn 13 like it's not i guess it's not guess gonna happen they don't make they don't make them anymore, for that age group anymore yeah because christmas again was like i think she was maybe 13 or 14 but like that was that seemed 
out of the norm. Yeah. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying they, they don't. Will. Yeah, I mean, like, zombies, descendants, spin, yeah, they're all high school. compact, they've all been older, you're right. Oh, well. Well. All right, our last decal mission. Oh, boy. Based on this movie? um, I mean, you can have the fun one, because I am very much going to have the yeah. look up the story of Dude and the Maccabees, or research research something about Jewish holidays. I know we talked a little bit about it in the last episode with some of those. Um, I really like Sukkot. I think Sukkot is really cool. Um, also, if you want to, you know, read a biography of a famous Jewish person or, I don't know, do something to educate yourself on Jewish culture that is not this movie. I was going to say that's not this. Yes. Um, I guess the fun one can just be shoot some hoops, go be a basketballer, <laughs> go to a Absolutely park with not. your friends, or just go shoot some hoops by yourself. Uh, my mom's Absolutely got a basketball not. hoop in her backyard, and I haven't used it in years, so maybe I'll rope I, the siblings into a game of horse. Who knows? I do not have a basketball, and I do not want to go to the basketball courts near me, because they are always busy. Yeah. So I will not be doing that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, friends. Depending I've got the out. Where... I'm the Jew here. Yeah. You can't I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to say week, Jew. <laughs> I'm not going to keep that in. I really, even when I say it, I'm like, wow, Jew really does sound like a dirty word it now. It does. Yeah. Which I'm like, it's not. But for some reason. No, it it's does. not. I yeah. am technically, it yeah. is a noun, but it's just used. It's been co opted in such a negative format that you have to say the word Jewish person. Yeah. And it's just like, that's so many more syllables. I would love to be able to say, I am a Jew. Yeah. You can say I am a Christian. That's true. And that only rubs me the wrong way because of the way that Christian people act, not because it's been turned into a slur. Yep. Yep. Super fun. That would have been cool, you know, to educate some people on during this movie instead of just educating them on nothing except that the name Schlotsky is a stereotype. I just, anyway, okay, I'm really mad about that now. Now that I've learned that they changed his name to Schlotsky, I'm really mad about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, that was our last decom. I've ended on a very angry note. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back in the season wrap-up and the yeah, whole got, show wrap-up. And... We've got two more episodes left. We've got our season wrap-up, which will include the remaining Rad Dad or Bad Dads. At least this movie had a had a pretty good dad. Yeah. I will say the dad was mom, good. Mom, not great. Dad, fine. No, mom sucked. Uh, dad was cool. Um, so we've got that. And then we will have our final episode, which will be the entire series wrap where we... Look at everything lined up, you know, row by row, or I guess column by column, person by person, to see how we want everything to actually line up, to finalize it all, lock yeah. it in, no, and then we'll be done. Now. Yeah, and then we'll be done, and that'll be that. And the yeah. doc will live on in posterity, as will these episodes, and we will get back to not watching d <laughs> yeah, We can watch other movies, which will be a nice break. Yeah. So, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Bye.